This is Tom and Becky in the morning in podcast form. Presented by United Staffing Associates. Choose a job you love and you never have to work a day in your life. Let USA help you find your new career or a new employment opportunity. United We Staff. 98.1 Key Job with Tom and Becky in the morning. Did you see the thing on Mark Wahlberg wanting to do Hollywood 2.0 in Vegas? I did see that. Okay, so... I was like, the first question I had was why, and then I read the story and see that he is the latest among celebrities looking for a new filming capital after, quote, liberal policies in California have led to high taxes, increased wokeness, crime, and rampant homelessness. He says he wants Vegas to become the next Hollywood, looking to create some 10,000 jobs on the studio alone, uh, salaries of 100 grand or more. Uh, he's done his last couple films in Vegas, doing one now in Vegas. It's kind of interesting, man. My first initial thoughts when I read this, right out the gate, were it's like when people try to escape policies here in California and politics here, and they move to places like Texas, and then Texans get mad, and they're like, don't bring your politics here. Don't yeah. We don't want that same thing. You can't just move to a new place because you ruined your place. Move somewhere else and then ruin that, too. And that yeah. is kind of how I feel about people picking up from L.A. and wanting to make a new Hollywood. You don't want to just ruin Vegas with your same politics and policies and the way you act as well. I guess I never really thought about it. I didn't think whether Mark Wahlberg was, was liberal or conservative or anything he's like that. He's pretty outspoken. He's very Catholic. And he's... Oh, that's right. And that's right. not like Joe Biden Catholic. He's actually very Catholic. Um, That's right. That's right. I do remember that now. Well, he's apparently, and trust me, Mark Wahlberg's got the money to do stuff like this. Oh, like, yeah. He, and the talent. I mean, it's not like he's some B-lister who hasn't had much of a successful career. I mean, he's got the resume to kind of back it up. I always thought it was kind of interesting because uh, he's always doing those things where he's like up at three in the morning. You know, he's like, yeah. get up, get out of bed, let's go. You know, and I'm like, easy, Mark Wahlberg. Like, you and I get up early, but like not 3 a.m. early, not 3 a.m. workout at 3.05 early. Type I get thing, up at you know? 3 a.m. every day, but I immediately half lay Sit on my <laughs> couch with a cup of coffee and try my hardest to wake up and open Instagram, see what's happening in it the is world. Kind of- as you know, obviously I'm a big sports guy, and you see Vegas. Uh, first of all, the hockey team is in the Stanley Cup Finals, and they I know they won the first game, and the Raiders moved to Vegas. The Oakland A's are moving to Vegas. Uh, I mean, there's a lot there's a lot happening in Las Vegas. There is uh, a lot happening. There, That's true. There has always been a lot, but now they're, you know, actual more bigger. But different stuff, not just gambling yeah. and entertainment, um, you know, like live entertainment, but different stuff happening. Sure, sure. Anyway, uh, I thought it was just kind of interesting to see kind of Vegas maybe getting another, um, I want to say, pat on the back or shot in the arm or something like that. You know, if, if, you know, Mark Wahlberg's got some clout and he's got some cash and he could, if anybody could do this, he could do it. So, it would be cool anyway. to see. It would as long as, and I don't have much hope that it wouldn't be totally ruined. Just like Hollywood Eventually. has ruined it. Yep. But here, you know, you got to stay positive about it, right? Yeah, there you go. point one to KJO with Tom and Becky in the morning, broadcasting from New York City this morning. That's right, New York City. New York City. New York City. Got me some salsa. Had some good uh, Chinese food last night. Had a 
I went around the world last night. We had Chinese food last night, and then for dessert, we went to this Italian place and got cannolis. Not a huge cannoli fan, but these were really good. They had like a million desserts. Oh my gross. Like the whole store was desserts. It was like just dessert and espresso coffees. By the way, Becky, have you ever heard of a cappuccino? Stop embarrassing yourself. We all love you. We don't want you to embarrass yourself any longer. I may have discovered cappuccino and I may have uh, had an espresso last night with my dessert. And it was very tasty. Little tiny. It was like a little tiny cup, little tiny spoon. You know what I mean? You ever heard of those? Um, yeah. Yeah. So as much as we all care about what you ate yesterday, (laughs) um, Michelle with an E wants to give a little update to that traffic situation. Okay. Okay. So if you're heading uh, north, heading into Templeton, police are slowing traffic down. They're pulling the truck out of the ditch at Las Tablas. So drive really, really careful, everyone. Okay. That was Michelle with an E. Again, northbound 101, SIG alert issued. One lane shut down right now. Traffic backing up into Atascadero as there was that uh, solo accident. Earlier, heads up if you are going from Atascadero to Paso. Craft Singles and Whiskey said Tom's on location again. I think you're doing something funky to your microphone or something, or you're getting a little, uh, I don't know. Mm, Did you mess with something? No, you're, I mean, you're okay. Cuts in and out a little bit, but you're fine. Maybe I'm just moving my head around as I talk with my arms or something. I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, excited. Uh, it's, uh, got here late Friday and Saturday. Walked around a lot. All I walked 16 miles, according to like the tracker. Like that's a lot of miles. I think no. Maybe I walked 16,000 steps. No. Oh my god. I don't god. know. I did, I did 16. I walked a lot. I walked a okay. lot. Let me just put it that way. I had to walk off all those cannolis. And the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, I might, no doubt, man. Hey, hey, hey. Um, down by the, uh, saw the Hudson River, saw the How East River. How many steps was it to the place you got scammed? That's nearby my hotel. That's probably <laughs> Didn't have to travel no too far for that. <laughs> Listen, if you've not paid $7 a stamp, you just ain't living That's yet. true. Correctly. Uh-huh. Uh, yesterday, we... We didn't have we didn't have anything planned, and I saw the horse races. You've heard of the Belmont, you know, one of the Triple Crown races, the Belmont Stakes. Well, it's Belmont Park, and I don't know, it's, it's out in Queens someplace. And so uh, JC thought that would be interesting, as did I. So we went to Belmont Park, and we bet on some horses for a few uh, a few races. And my daughter, my youngest daughter, JC, oh my gross, you would have died but she like correctly picked the winners of like four races in a row she does not get her gambling from you that's for sure then <laughs> so i kept picking second place and third place and fifth place and she picked what like was her uh like how did she pick them what's her she, trick her strategy she, her strategy was yeah i like that name looks pretty good See, it's I the like way to that. go so, like, the first race, she picked a horse, and it came in second. Then the second race, she picked a horse, and it was not expected to win, but it ended up winning. And so, uh, anyway, it was neat to see Belmont Park. I've never seen that that horse track, uh, racetrack before. And uh, next week, well, I shouldn't say next weekend. This weekend is the Belmont Stakes. So, the final leg of the Triple Crown happens this Saturday from Belmont. Now, when we were there yesterday, there weren't a whole lot of people because it was just a normal race day. Like, there really weren't. Like, I don't know, 400, 500 people maybe. But Saturday, it will be absolutely packed. Thousands and thousands of people. But I wish we would have made like a pick four. 
that because then we would have won like I don't know enough thousands, to cover your stamps. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like I'm never going to live down the stamps, am I? Uh, just for today, at least. No, probably not. And then tonight we get to go see John Mellencamp in concert, and then I'm flying home. So today I'm working, as you can tell. I'm oh working. yeah, no, this is great. Tomorrow I will be it will be a travel day, a vacation travel day, and I believe you will hear another encore presentation. Of <laughs> it's just so much better to say encore. It really it is. is. Apple will still complain it. about it, but no, it just it, it just is really better to say encore presentation. Anyway. Uh, that's coming up uh, tomorrow. A little bit later on this morning, we'll talk mac and cheese with the Slow Elks Lodge. Your people, B. Those are my people. And I'll uh, find out what they're going to do for the Mac and Cheese Fest, which tickets are on sale right now. What's the what's the website? The Mac and Cheese Fest.com. All right. Uh, again, traffic one more time. Northbound 101 in Templeton. Uh, one lane, SIG alert, as there was a solo vehicle accident earlier. Give yourself some extra time. If you're heading north of a test, I would say bad news for us, but may just be bad news for me. People who live the longest share these two traits. Number one, a positive attitude. This is bad news for you. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. The people who live the longest have a positive attitude. Do you have a positive attitude? Mm, it depends. I don't know. It I depends know. on some things. I want to have a more positive attitude. Does that count? A little bit. Yes. I mean, I'd like to be, I just would like to be more positive. Like in my mind, I think it's a good thing to be more carefree, happy-go-lucky, positive, like, you know, but I, and then you and I get together and I don't know, sometimes I think what? because you and I vent, we vent, we vent to each other because we're besties. put this on me though, that like, no, uh, not, we're not. negatively like rubbing off on one another. I am positive. I am positive. We vent. <laughs> We vent. You tell me every single day. I hate this world. I hate people. It's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> so I don't know if that would count as positive attitude. That's all I'm saying. I have had a positive attitude for so long that, yes, it's starting to wear on me. But it, That's only fair, right? Yeah. You can only okay. take so much. <laughs> I know. So, So this is the thing. I, I don't want to say that we're bad for each other because I don't believe so. I believe we're actually very good for each other. So we're able to, you and I, come together in the morning behind closed doors in a little tiny room and just kind of vent back and forth. And I think that kind of gets it out. I think it's cathartic for us. Yes, would you agree? Um, Yes, I would think so. Because then, I mean, you could look at it either way. Then the rest of the day, it's like, okay, you got everything, you know, all your pissed offness out early and then the rest of the day you can be positive or that can set the tone for the rest of the day right and i think that it really just depends on the day some days it's one way some days it's the other but i do have to say the other day you said you were going to stop saying it was partly cloudy you were going to start That's saying right. it was partially sunny mostly sunny mostly sunny screw that weather people so and that I'm is you, you being positive that's right i'm never again in my life going to say it's going to be partly cloudy today what a negative crap ass thing for the weather people to say. It's mostly sunny then. It's mostly sunny, right? It's just one of those half glass full or empty scenarios. That's right. All right. So there's the first thing people who live longer, the first trait they share is they generally have a positive attitude. I don't know. Now, I know some very cranky uh, little 90, 95 year olds. 
I almost feel like the people who are like 90 or 95 aren't so much like that they've been cheery their whole life and everything's wonderful. It's like, you know, I feel like you have yeah. to be like a little scrappy fighter to live to be 90 or 95. 12 in October. Why does Tom sound different? I sound different because I am broadcasting from New York City this morning in a hotel room in Midtown Manhattan. It should sound pretty good, but not as good as I normally do, if that's what you're asking. 12 in November. Um, that's in okay, October. Oh, uh, yeah, 12 in October. Sorry. My bad. I can't see anymore. Oh, my gross. JC took me to a bookstore. Now, remember, JC, my youngest, lives here. She's 24, right? She took me to this very, very New York bookstore, Lower East Side. And it was like, you know, the moody music playing and, and uh, it was dark and it had some old books and little, you know, there's just this coffee shop bookstore and it was so good. It was so what I envision a little tiny bookstore in New York being, you know what I mean? Just like perfect little tiny bookstore. The problem was the lights were so dim. I couldn't see the words on my book. I couldn't, I had to ask her to switch seats with me so I could get to some place in the bookstore where I could actually see the pages and see the words. Ugh. All right, back to my story. One okay, more thing. Thank you. <laughs> and, and this this does not bode well. People who live long, the second trait that they generally share with one another is they have a high degree of emotional awareness. They don't bottle up their emotions and they make an effort to communicate how they feel to those around them. What do you mean that doesn't bode well? Do you think you bottle up your emotions? All I do is bottle them up until they break and then it's like rage. It's like I, sh- I just, I can't, I can't. Ugh. I'm the complete opposite of that. I Immediately know, you know. know how I feel when I'm feeling it. I know. I feel like it's that amazing. can almost make, that almost freaks some people out though because it almost True. can make you seem like, bah, you know, but listen, it's just how I am in this moment. And you probably are like that as well. You're just bottling them up, but you're going to know exactly how I feel at any moment of the day. There's no secrets here, pal. My problem, it seems, is, and, and by the way, I do respect that about you. You're like, you know right where you're at at any given second, and, and there, that is an admirable trait. My problem is, like, the, uh, event A could happen over here, and it could go bad, and I could get a little miffed. And then event B happened over here and it goes bad or something. I get a little more miffed. And then like event C happens, but because I bottled up A and B, all of a sudden, all of that emotion comes out from everything on event C or person C. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like they didn't deserve that. They had nothing to do with event A or person A or person B. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Event A happens... Or person A, you know what I mean? Like You need to just deal with event A and then right. event B. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like if, if Pepper does something that upsets me and then like Kathy does something that upsets me and then you walk in front of me and you're like, hey, good morning. I'm like, what do you mean good morning? It's a horrible morning. You know, and so right. then see, then I don't bottle it up and get like all like I don't shy away from you doing that. Then you're going right. to freaking hear it from me. Right, right. And that has happened. And and that has happened a time or two in our past, no doubt. All right. So there you go. If you want to live a long time, uh, have a positive attitude. See that glass is half full. And uh, don't bottle up your emotions. And don't bottle up your emotions. Just, you know, be be real right in the moment. There you go. All right. Look at that. It's almost like I'm um, a psychiatrist here. Is that what it's like? It's almost like 